The following is an RSN Sports Presentation. This is the RSN Sports Network. This is KRBHFM. You're listening to From the Hoop, right here on the RSAD Sports Network with the coach Michael Lewis. Get in and talk now at 1-727-3131 or 713-320-1650. Now from his studios at home, here's the coach Michael Lewis. Thank you very much for joining us. It is from the hoop right here on the RSN Sports Network. Happy Sunday to you on the Sports Sunday. I know a lot, of, a lot of you are not that happy right now because... Well, it's over with. The dance has ended. Or the dance is about to end. I guess you want to call it that. The last dance is over with. We'll talk about that later on in the show. We'll talk about also the arrest, as you probably know, of four NFL players. One was a number one draft pick, which was who was locally out of here. We'll talk about that as well. Should sports be starting back too soon? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the new structured contract that's waiting for Dak Prescott and why he does not want to take it. Hmm. All and more Your thought processes And we're also going to have Ashley Baskerville From AB Mentality She's going to talk about the The mental state Of the professional athlete How this mental state of the professional athlete Is going to Of how COVID is Infecting these athletes Mentally As well We'll get some of your your comments off the mailbag as well. Hopefully your Sunday is going very well. As you know, I am from home. Uh, not at the actual little spot. Hope your week has gone very well. As far as the... I guess as far as the being healthy and being alive in this COVID situation. It's gone very well for me. I mean, not for DeAndre Baker, Cody Latmer, or even Louis Lamar Dunbar, or even Ed Oliver. <coughs> How can you have four guys? Excuse me. One, the number one draft pick of the NFL. NFL's Buffalo Bills. He was the number tenth pick out of Houston. Ed Oliver was the last one to get of the four NFL stars to get arrested by police. He was the last of the four. The New York Giants, they had their own problems with Cody Baker, Corey Baker. Safety, second round pick, was arrested for felony and guns 
wep- felony, weapons charge, and money laundering charge in Florida. Just four hours earlier, Cody Ladmer, who played with the Giants and was waived, and he played with the Redskins this past season, and he was possibly beginning to be walked out of Washington, was arrested on the same thing in Florida. Hark. Again. Lamar Dunbar. A third round pick by the Seattle Seahawks. Just last year. Was. Was actually arrested. We'll talk about that. But our guest for this afternoon is actually on the line with us. uh, From her home, uh, from a home way out west, uh, Ashley Baskerville from AB Mentality is on the line with us, our guest for the day from the Boost Mobile Live line. Ashley, thank you very much for being on From the Hoop. Thank you for having me. Um, I was just, t- I, you know, we were just started off the show on a, I, I kind of like on a, on a crazy note, but we're going to get back to that in regards to the situation with these NFL players getting arrested and your thoughts on that. Um, but first of all, AB Mentality, I, I know that you, well, first of all, what was the drive, what has been the drive behind AB Mentality and how did it connect with your former days as an athlete? So growing up in my house, we, um, it was mandatory that we played sports. Our parents, were very nice enough to give us the opportunity to try out a bunch of different sports. So I did everything from basketball to volleyball, uh, track and field, golf, cheerleading. And I realized from watching sports and being able to, from a young age, analyze sports, that even if I wasn't the most talented person out there, and usually I wasn't, my hard work and my effort could push me further than talent. And so what drives me with um, AB Mentality is really being able to give other athletes the mental edge or mental advantage that I had to either teach myself or wish I would have known when I was an athlete because it wasn't something that was talked about a lot. I think the only place I ever saw real, like sports psychology really talked about when I was younger was from like Kobe Bryant and talking about how he lived and loved pressure. And so being able to mimic things like that and learn and educate myself so I can help others. Okay. Now, you have a range, and just look at your website, you have a range of NFL, NBA, and U.S. Olympic hopefuls as clients. How are they coping with the health pandemic? So, it's causing a lot of anxiety, to be honest. Um, There's a lot of unknown variables right now. And just like everyone else, they're under, they don't have a lot of control over their situation. So especially for athletes who, um, in, in the NBA or who may have just got a trade, got traded mm-hmm. or were talked about being traded, there's anxiety of what happens next for me. I had a few athletes who played in the XFL. Now that's gone bankrupt and their season's over, and that was their opportunity to be seen by either the NFL or CFL. And then also what I think is going to be interesting when we get back to see who's improved and who's plateaued. Because all the gyms and their training facilities are closed right now, 
Now, when you said um, when you said that there is anxiety, is it just more so with the? And I'm going to actually try to tie this into the next question regarding these four NFL players uh, that were arrested all in one day or a, a quote unquote twelve hour period. Um, when you say anxiety, is it more so of just getting back out there to? to start training or getting back out there to participating or being in front of fans? Is it more of that anxiety? It's a little bit of that. So getting back, knowing when they're getting back. For a lot of players, especially if they're playing overseas or G League players, this is their livelihood, and they need to make sure that they're still providing for their families. Mm-hmm. So they need sports to pick that up. And so that's causing a lot of anxiety. But also... Um, just everything with the pandemic itself. Everyone is kind of dealing with this lack of control, lack of knowing what's going to happen next for individually for myself as well as the athletes. So just basic being able to manage what everyone in the world is going through as well as not knowing what's happening with their career. Okay. Okay. And when you uh, now collegiately, did you, did you play collegiately or just, just, just so many different variations of sports. Just different variations of sports. No, I did not play in college. Didn't play in college. Okay. Okay. Um, let's just go with it. And I'm going to go back, backtrack on what we opened the show with. Um, as you probably know in, in the news, basically, there has been, in a sporting world, <clears throat> there has been so many different I say so many different trends, as you could probably say, in the off season and and during this time, a lot of athletes are giving back. A lot of athletes are using this time to spend with their families or get back to like a step up challenge and everything of that nature. But these four athletes, within the last, I guess, last twelve hours, all four mixed. Three of them out of the four were all actually arrested on on guns and weapons charges and assault charges, where the one here close to where we are, um, they he was arrested this morning on DWI and weapons charge, and he was the 13th pick in the NFL draft. What do you, what would be your opinion and our approach to these athletes who are getting in, say, for instance, and is it just, is it just because of the fact is the the boredom has set in, or is it just that they cannot seem to, um, you know, they, they have the money, they, they, they can actually do something positive? Is it just something that they're just this caught in the moment? I, you know, it depends. I think it's a case-by-case basis. I think for some athletes it is boredom. They have... They don't know what to do with their time. They have the access to anything that they want, essentially, mm-hmm. and not making the right decisions and the right choices there and really thinking about the big picture. Mm-hmm. I think for others, they fall into um, bad habits and patterns from when they were younger that they really haven't broken from 
who they who they were now that they have these additional opportunities and and they have they're not in that mind they shouldn't be in that mindset anymore so not being able to pull themselves out of that mm-hmm. um, and I think for some people it's just lack of perspective so okay. I think sometimes when athletes get pushed through the system very quickly meaning you know they only do one or two years in college and then they go pro and all of a sudden they go from nothing to having everything they don't always slow down enough to grasp what that truly means and the responsibility that they now have so they don't think big picture when they're moving through these actions because in hindsight it's easy to go yeah that was a really not smart decision here but in the moment, I don't think they're thinking about the big picture because everything, they have never had that chance to just slow down and really look at my new responsibility, my new role, this new um, image that I'm supposed to portray. Okay. Ashley Baskerville is with us from AB Mentality. Ashley, what we do is Ashley going to take a small break, uh, just hang on the line with us, and... Uh, when, we come, okay. when we come back, we're actually going to uh, talk some more with Ashley Baskerville from AB Mentality. We'll actually we'll go over a lot more of this situation with today's athlete. And we'll also take some questions for her and talk some more in regards to why the season has started or why it's going to start. All and more, it's from the hoop right here on the RSN Sports Network. You're listening to From the Hoop right here on the RSN Sports Network. This is the RSN Sports Network. This is KRBHFM. In these uncertain times, look after yourself, your family, your friends. But no one, it comes to your finances, we are here for you. What can I do for you today? Take a look at the portfolio and make adjustments. Feel free to chat if you have any more questions. Our J.P. Morgan advisors are working from home to help guide you through this. For more than 200 years, we've helped our clients navigate historic challenges. And we will get through this one. Together. This is the RSN Sports Network. This is from the hoop. May I help you? We'll be asking the questions, old man. Who are you? You. No, not me, you. Yes, I am you. Just answer the damn questions. Who are you? I have told you. Are you deaf? No, you is blind. I'm not blind, you blind. That is what I just said. You just said what? I did not say what. I said you. That's what I'm asking you. And you is answering. Shut up. You. Yes. Not you, him. What's your name? Me. Yes, you. I am me. He's me. And I'm you. And I'm about to whoop your old ass, man. This is From the Hoop, right here on the RSN Sports Uh, Network. (laughs) 17 minutes past the hour, you're listening to From the Hoop, right here on the RSN Sports Network. I am yours truly, the coach Michael Lewis, with 1-800- 727-3131 is a nationwide line and then, and our actual local line is 1713-320-1650 with Ashley Baskerville from AB Mentality on the line. And Ashley, first of all, thanks for being on From the Hoop as well and uh, being our guest as well. Um, 
let's go back into what we were talking about. And as far as as far as you, you know, with your clients, you know, what the clients that you had during this COVID-19 crisis, um, and the trends, have you seen different changes in not only your clients, it doesn't have to be professional, but just have you seen different trends in clients that you've talked to lately? I think it goes back to everyone being just a little bit more anxious, um, but my clients have been pretty good so far at staying consistent, making sure that they're keeping up with our sessions. And I would say that our our sessions have gone a little bit from just mental game preparation to some more overall support in general. Um, so dealing with that anxiety, not just about sport, but just general life anxiety, being able to identify how to be control to be in control, and um, using a lot more mindfulness, allowing them to be a little bit more present in the moment Mm -hmm. instead of constantly worrying about what's going to happen next, just being in the moment and being able to appreciate that. Okay. Let's go with uh, a few, a few, I would say, let's go, as you probably know tonight, and it's depressing for me, but tonight is the last night of the last dance. I'm not gonna be able. I'm pretty upset about it too. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to listen to the opening credits and say, you know, I hear Jerry Krause say, "There's no backstabbing going on here." You know, I'm just kidding. Uh, But (laughs) um, when we look at, you know, like the player, like it, it, let's just go back to the athletes, such as say one of the athletes in there that he strongly, Michael Jordan, strongly talked about was Dennis Rodman. Um, and just basically in the aspect of everything with Dennis Rodman, you know, he came from Detroit. He was coming from a situation where he was on a team of, then they called them the bad boys. And he was already in that situation coming out of the Dallas suburb of South Oak Cliff in a situation of being homeless and everything like that. For some reason or other, the mindset, he said that there was Dennis, you know, a lot of coaches let Dennis, you know, Phil Jackson let Dennis be Dennis, even when he got to the Lakers, or he was going to the Lakers. Um, what kind of, have you ever gone through a point of having a professional athlete that has had a, kind of like a Dennis Rodman type of syndrome? To an extent, not as um, intense as Dennis Rodman, not from as troubled of a background as Dennis Rodman, but I think every athlete, when they get to these teams, especially these big organizations where they do everything they do represents the team, especially in the world of social media, mm-hmm. they're not feeling like they can truly be themselves. And so it's really important for coaches like Phil Jackson, who's one of my favorite coaches of all time, to let them be themselves, but mm-hmm. also hold them accountable. So I, which is what I really appreciated with the Last Dance documentary, is you see, yeah, they let Dennis be Dennis, and they held him to a higher standard than he was used to being held to. Right. So there had to be that balance of we're going to let you be who you are at your core, and we still need to expect you to show up. We still expect you to give your effort. And you've seen that when he let Jackson Nicholson and came to the room to kind of apologize, but really just ask for a light for the cigar. But 
and I think that's what allows him to really step up his game as well. Okay. What in 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 let's um and I'm just gonna go from the the uh from the hoop Twitter feed, there's a couple of couple of questions for for you. Um okay. from a couple of our listeners. Uh Ray Ray in um Orlando uh, had actually tweeted us and he is a handle of Ray J uh four. He said that Miss Baskerville does Working, how is it working with a professional athlete? As far as are they guard? Do they are they taking more? Um, is it more of a custom session with them than it would be just like an amateur athlete? Say, for instance, my son who is getting ready to go to college and play football. No, it's not. I treat and run my sessions for my athletes, whether it's an amateur amateur or a professional, all the same. Mm-hmm. So everything's customized for what they need in that moment. Because every athlete's different, and depending on what part of the season you're in or off-season, that's going to look different. So being able to really tune in and make sure that I'm giving them what they need, not what I think they need. Gotcha. Okay. And let's go to another one. Let's go with Margot. Margot, 44, she's actually out of... Austin, uh, Margo said, how would you, my daughter is actually playing her last year in college, but she is not really for sure whether there is going to be a season in, for volleyball. How do you, how do you actually uh, prepare, how would I prepare my daughter mentally for the, for possibly if the season were to start? like the season's going to start. That's, that's the only thing that's within your control, is making sure that she's mentally and physically ready for the season. And if, God forbid, something happens with the season and it is canceled, it's better to be prepared and have it canceled than it be there and not be ready. Gotcha. I think also just as time comes and you get more announcements, start emotionally preparing for that, understanding that there's going to be disappointment there. It's her last season, so that she'll probably be grieving about it a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's normal and that's natural. But for right now, just controlling what you can control and not being prepared for the season to start. Okay. And this last one is from Craig. Uh, Craig is a tenth son, ten. I uh, said, Miss Baskerville, what um, if you? I am an actual youth uh, football coach in the area. And I need to find out what will be great, great tools as my, as some of my players are trying to go start their high school seasons, but they are not really for sure whether they're going to play this year or not. How would I prepare them mentally? Prepare them. So starting to mentally prepare them, I would have them start practicing visualization and imagery. Our brains actually can't tell the difference from when we're visualizing something and when we're physically going through this preparation. Mm-hmm. So at a slower pace, obviously, because we're not physically doing it, it can still go into muscle memory. So having them run routes, having them run plays, having them practice, what's it going to, like, how do I need to move on this block? Mm-hmm. What's my rock, my job, and my role? And imagining as in much detail as possible, what does it sound like? What does it smell like? 
where are the other players on my team going to be? And that way, when it is finally time to be able to go back to practice, it's going to be less of a learning curve for them to pick back up where they were last season because they're still mentally being able to prepare for the season that way. Okay. Okay. Um, Ashley, again, thank you very much for being a guest on the show. And how can someone get in touch with you about your services with AB Mentality? At AB Mentality. So AB Mentality on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, Mm -hmm. as well as abmentality.com, and you can send me a message directly through the website. Okay. Ashley Baskerville, thank you very much for joining us on on uh, from the hoop and we look forward to it again it is uh, ab mentality on uh, on all social media outlets and also abmentality.com correct yes that's correct all right ashley baskerville thank you very much for joining us on on uh, from the hoop and and thank you again for being our guest on the show and and uh, when we come back on from the hoop we're actually going to talk a little bit more about uh, some of the news and notes of the junk of the, I guess, of the week. And we'll take also some of your mailbag thoughts as well uh, from, from The Hoop on Twitter as well. It's From The Hoop with your shooter, the coach, Michael Lewis. 1-800-727-3131, nationwide, 1-713-320-1650. We'll be back. You're listening to From The Hoop right here on the RSN Sports Network. This is the RSN Sports Network. This is KRBHFM. This is the RSN Sports Network. This is KRBHFM. Tonight on ESPN. The last episodes tonight on ESPN. This is the RSN Sports Network. My money should work as hard.
So I used my Freedom Unlimited card to buy all the latest tech stuff. Today, I'm earning on a charger. So just the charger then? Um... Ah. <laughs> Fantastic. Earn 1.5% cash back on everything you buy with Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more with yours. This is the RSN Sports Network. Now, you're back to From the Hoop, right here on the RSN Sports Network. 30 past the hour, we listen to From the Hoop right here on the RSN Sports Network. I'd like to uh, thank Ashley Baskerville from AB Mentality for joining us on From the Hoop. Next week, we're going to try to do something WNBA style. We're going to actually try to bring on some WNBA legends and current athletes and see how what the legends are doing for the athletes and how some of the current athletes are actually are coping with COVID-19, the ones that have been drafted, the ones that are coming back into the league uh, as veterans. And so we're going to have that next week on From Loop Tech, your local listings, wherever you listen on the Anchor FM network. If you want to subscribe to the show, subscribe to the show on Anchor FM as well. Um, subscription is, is, uh, is every month, and you can always replay the shows as well on Anchor FM. All right. Let's go. Let's go to this situation regarding, uh, and this just in actually uh, to RSN Sports is that um, the uh, Corey Baker, uh, the New York Giants, who was actually arrested yesterday, has been told not to report to the team site at all. Uh, he's been told not to report to the team site at all. Even though he is out on bond, uh, he's been told not to report to the team site at all by uh, uh, by uh, by the organization as well. As you probably know, Baker and three other athletes were in a string of athletes who were arrested yesterday. Uh, this also is coming from ESPN's. Uh, uh, this coming from uh, uh, ESPN. Uh, as well, so we're going to stay on top of that as well. Um, but yet, yeah, Corey Baker has been told by the New York Giants not to come in. Um, this just came in off the ticker um, uh, from Adam Wojciechowski, uh, and he said basically that they're they're the Giants are not going to let him back into the facility at all. Um, your thoughts on? The Last Dance. To me, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, to me, The Last Dance was an actual great 10-part series. I haven't seen episodes 9 and 10, but you learned a lot about, I, to me, you think you, I think you learned a lot about the Chicago Bulls during the time of this six-week or eight weeks that this, this show ran. Um... You 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 learned about how the the transcending of a dynasty started with this ball club around Jordan, and you saw the how Jer- the late Jerry Krause Krause worked everything um, as far as this retros- retrospect is concerned. 
I think you'll learn more about the Chicago Bulls learning about this whole situation with the Michael Jordan, with um, what he was able to bring. And there was a part of Michael Jordan a lot of people didn't know existed. There were a lot of people, there was a lot of Michael Jordan that any that a lot of people didn't want to even think that it even existed. There was a, a, a selfish side of him. There was a, a demanding side of him. There was a guy that was cursing in your face if you weren't getting the job done. That was the Michael Jordan that he was. Um, any event. Uh, you know, I, I think the show is it's probably been the best rated show for Sunday night, for this time without baseball. As you probably know, ESPN has been holding on to um, putting on the hat of actually having um, Korean baseball, but we're all asleep at 2 a.m. in the morning, at 3 a.m. in the morning. Uh, but it, it is baseball if you're a baseball fan. Um, they're having other stuff like cornhole and then some memory stuff. Um, that's a good thing on ESPN, SC, SEC Network, and everything of that nature. Um, let's let's flip gears. Dak Prescott. The Dallas Cowboys have put out thirty-one point four million dollars on the table for Dak Prescott, I, and this is for franchise tag. Marvin Harris was already signed a he's already signed to a franchise tag, which the Minnesota Vikings knows that they're gonna probably end up trading him today. Dak Prescott's franchise tag is waiting for him. It, it if he does not want to go see Massa Jerry in Dallas to go sign it, I don't know. But thirty four point thirty one point four mil is on the table for Dak Prescott. If he wants it or not. My thought process is, is that I think Dak is not wanting that contract or that tender to sign because of the fact is I think he's up under the scrutiny that for some reason or other he's going to get traded. He's done a lot for the ball club. You know, his first two years were just basically great. But then when 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 he saw you know, the situation with uh, Zeke going to Cabo and getting 90 mil coming back for not even working hard in the offseason. But it showed, you know, it showed the way he was running, the way he was, you know, way he and and, and Zeke were actually, communi- you know, were, were meshing last year. It didn't show it. Eight and eight season. Should have been six and ten, five and eleven, but they skirted out. They skirted out eight and eight. Didn't make the playoffs though, and they still had clapping with the clapper. I, you know, I almost be honest with you. It's 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 an organization that's out of. It's in a disaster right now. Andy Dalton should never have been signed. If, if worst-case scenario, A.J. McCarron could have gone to Arizona and Andy Dalton could have came home. But because Andy Dalton lives in Dallas, even though he's from this area, I think he would have been better off suited 
to come here back to Deshaun Watson because the offense is more suited for him as far as throwing is concerned. The offense is not really suited for him in a, where he lives in Dallas because of Zeke being there. And really the, the way they run their play selection. Now, it, it could be different with Kellen Moore. I'm not for sure. He may be different. But something tells me that Dak Prescott will not be in a Dallas Cowboy uniform after this season. If he signs this tender, I'm thinking he's probably going to be done with the Dallas era. The first two years were fine for them because people were still reading out the Dak, the Zeke, and then Williams and, and Gallup and, and, and Jay Witt. They were, they were dealing with these guys. They were trying to find out how this, this team was meshing so fast. The defense was fine. Robert Quinn is gone from that defense. Jalen Smith is going to have to take in a lot of reps, and he's going to have to do a lot more leadership on that ball club. The team has gotten younger. Taco Taco is now eating tacos in Cleveland. I, I just don't know how this team will, will function. Let's flip over to the NBA. Kamish Silver is basically looking at possibly looking at two venues so the season can end the way it's supposed to end and go to the playoffs. I'm not really for sure how the season will end. If there will be an ending of a season. I mean, for the first time ever, the NBA could be looking at no champions whatsoever. None whatsoever. There could be no champions. None. LeBron James wants the season to resume. Why are we letting a disease stop us? Well, yeah, LeBron, I can understand that. You guys are still getting paid. The WNBAers are still getting paid. Why are you actually upset? We're talking lives. You guys are talking, even with LeBron, you're talking about wanting fans there. Yes, they pay their money. But remember, there's 82, there's almost 90,000 people that are almost dead. And by the time we get to the end of the month, there'll be 120,000 people dead in this country because they made the foolish decision of going home, either getting infected and dying, or going to somebody that's autoimmune deficient and giving it to them. You, you decide. News and notes. Uh, Ty Harris has actually signed her tender with the Dallas Wings, the five foot ten inch star for, star guard forward from South Carolina, drafted in the first round by the Wings, has signed her signed her rookie rookie sheet with the Wings as of yesterday. Um, Harris will join a a very solid Wings ball club, which I think is going to be. Um, it's going to be pretty nice. I think they're going to be Alabukwe uh, and Satu that just got drafted by from Oregon, um, and uh, Alicia Gray, and um, I, I think and then to go with Skylar Diggins Jones. I, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a good ball club to watch. So um, 
Also, uh, the NASCAR has basically stated that they are going to run five races uh, with no fans for the next seven weeks. Um, they're going to start at Darlington and will not stop until um, the last race in December. So they're going to run all their games, all their games without their fans, um, and they're going to have a lot of sanitation and 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 uh, destabilizing the air um, and make it protective for pit crews, drivers uh, as well. The MLB is basically they basically are stating that they're going to wait till Friday. Um, there is a possibility. And, and there is a possibility that they'll meet with the commissioner. Uh, there is a major possibility that they could probably get an 81-game season. I don't know how this is going to happen in July. But we can only see. They're looking at still three. They're going to look at home sites where home games can be home teams can actually host games where they're close. That's going to be a disadvantage for people that are for me, that's going to be a disadvantage for people that are, or teams that are away from their families and won't get a chance to go home. That's going to be interesting. The ISOC and the Olympic Committee are going to meet up in, uh, meet up by teleconference, and they're going to start talking about the 2021 games. But not only that, they're going to start talking about the Winter Olympic Games, which will be held in Helsinki in 2022. Um, they're going to actually, they're going to have to try to find a way to get these games started. Uh, as you know, Tokyo is supposed to be the site of the Summer Games this year, but it's going to be Tokyo in 2021. So the Winter Olympics will happen in 2022. Where in in Reykjavik, uh, Iceland, we don't know what they're going, what the outcome is, but who knows? A uh, local prospect from our area, um, the uh, D Davis uh, from uh, from Galena Park High School, Texas High School, just outside of Houston has committed to Auburn. Um, he is uh, the 5-foot-10-inch uh, Davis. was a dual threat, has led his Galena Park uh, high school team to two uh, championships uh, in his time there at Galena Park uh, at the school. Um, the 5-foot-11-inch um, Davis uh, threw, has thrown for more than 100 and uh, for 100, close to 100 uh 100 touchdowns in three and four years as a starter and has ran for more than 45 of them in his career as a starter with the school. All right, let's go to the mailbag. Mailbag is brought to you by The Last Dance. The Last Dance is on ESPN now, and if you missed all the previous episodes, but episode 9 and 10 are tonight. Reggie Miller is going to be featured on there as they talk about the last shot, the last dance. You'll see Byron Russell, Carl Malone, 
and the late Jerry Stone, they were able Sloan, they were able to tape him. As you know, the Bulls defeated the Jazz in that last that last shot. Uh let's see, let's go to and our Twitter feed is actually uh f- from the hoop. It'll be Da Hoop um on Twitter. Johnny Johnny C four says that coach, are you thinking that the actual uh season, the NBA season will ever return? No, Johnny, I don't think so. I to me, if it goes without fans, it's a good thing. But there's a there's a, a pro and a con to it and I just think I'm going to go with the con because I know I just don't think you want to start a season where people are healthy, they're protected, and, and there's the, the arena's disinfected. There's a lot of sanitization there. I just don't know whether you want to have a death toll of 300,000 people in this nation. But there's a lot of people that are taking that chance. Um, Regina, GG5, says that the last dance was probably one of the highlights of my Sunday. Uh, the last four few weeks. What was your best? What was your best episode so far? I think the best episode was probably the episode where Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan met for the first time. Uh, they met for the first time at the All Star Game. Um, this is when Kobe Bryant was the just got out of you know, man. I think it was his rookie season or first season of the late Kobe Bryant, and I, I think that was probably the best. Um, episode I've seen. They've all been good, but I think that was the one for me that was most intriguing. The most intriguing. Um, last one. Let's go with. Let's go with Carl. Carl is ah. Illusion Carl five. Illusion Carl five, and he's he's actually he said, uh, Coach, I love your show. Listen on Anchor in Anchorage, and he says that I am wondering your thoughts on the NFL season and will there be an NFL season even though they put out a schedule. I'm a big Seahawks fan, and do you think that this season is going to be a a safe season? I think so, Carl. I I, I just don't know where... They're going to have fans in the stands. That's going to be a catch-22 for me. I don't think really the safetyness of it is to have fans in the stands. For me, I think you want to have your sanitization in place. You want to have all of your particulars in place before you do anything else. That's for just for me. That's for me. Um, thank you very much for... For all your Twitter comments, you can always tweet us at uh, the uh, from the hoop, and it's really da hoop uh, on Twitter. Um, let me just go. I'm just gonna go straight into some more. And this part of our show is brought to you by um, LA Fitness. LA Fitness, uh, safe, protected equipment, gyms. Nationwide will open tomorrow uh, at 5 a.m. in the morning. Um, go to www.lafitness.com. Uh, they are going to have specials for members 
who were able not to, to attend and for new members. Go there and, and you can find the one in your area as well. My thought process on COVID, COVID and its effects on the sports world. For me, I think the really big thing that has really gone bad for this has been the fact is that the COVID-19 pandemic has gone in the bad routes for, for, for everyone. I think the really big thing is, is that you've seen the dramatic change in a lot of people not wanting to go watch a game. They'll watch it from TV. But you see some of the athletes wanting that fan interaction. They want that 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 camaraderie, the feeling of an arena. Um but then too it's brought some some actual players to, to the boredom prospect. The 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 fact is you make these millions of dollars and then you're in another world. We're not really for sure on who's doing what or what administration is doing. But we can't think of this much here is that our lives have changed among among the sports world. Things that we never would see in again. Things that we never have. Games we never we may have missed. ESPN has brought them back. Fox has brought them back. But I'm not really for sure how you would actually would think. You can walk into an arena and think that for some reason or other that sports will start again as well. It's just not going to happen. Just to make sure, and if you let the orange, the orange head grandpa know that if you were to start sports again and you fill up the stands and fill up the seats, and one lady who was out of her mind says, Yes, you need immunity. No, you don't need a second wave your death count will be close to half a million. That's going to do it for me. And that's going to do it for this edition of From the Hoop. I'm your truly the coach, Michael Lewis, with you. Next week, we will try to have on, um, we're going to try to hunt down Edenisha Curry, a former WNBA star, and the first ever men's basketball Division I coach at the University of Maine. We'll try to have on next week. And... We'll have some other surprises for you next week as well as we salute the WNBA on From the Hoop. Until then, be safe. Remember, the birds fly every morning and they sing a, a, a chirping, happy sound every day. Learn something from them because in this time, we need that type of noise from humans. Until next time, take care. God bless. We'll see you soon. You've been listening to From the Hoop right here on the RSN Sports Network. This is the RSN Sports Network. This is Caribbean HFM.